welcome to the Wickedly Smart Women podcast featuring stellar conversations with emerging and established Wickedly Smart Women. Thanks for joining us today as we celebrate the Wickedly Smart Women who are committed, care deeply, and have the courage to take action and create change all around the world. Now here's your host, Emerald Green Forest. Welcome to another episode of the Wickedly Smart Women podcast, where we celebrate wickedly smart women and provide our listeners with a wealth of wisdom, along with immediately actionable steps to be smarter, spunkier, and more successful in their impact and their leadership. This is your host, Emerald Greenforest, and today we welcome our special guest, Dr. Sally Lamont. Dr. Sally is a naturopathic doctor and acupuncturist with a functional medicine practice at the Marin Natural Medicine Clinic in Larkspur, California. Her practice focuses on indigestion, hormonal imbalances, healthy aging, and preventing dementia through personalized natural treatment plans that address the root cause of those conditions. Dr. Sally also hosts the Healthy Aging Reset, a digital course to educate and empower women to take charge of their health and master the lifestyle changes that prevent and reverse chronic disease so they can feel better, get stronger, and live longer. Get recipes and learn more at drsallyskitchen.com, and we'll give you that at the show notes and also at the break. So Dr. Sally is also somebody who I've had the pleasure of spending time with in person. She and I were both in a mastermind group last year, and she is just a lovely, bright, and committed individual that I really had a lot of joy in meeting. And so I'm really grateful that you're here. Thank you so much for coming, Dr. Sally. My pleasure. Thank you for having me, Emerald. Oh, I'm so excited. So I like to begin our time together by just asking about what called you to become a leader in this area, because you're clearly somebody who has taken the time and energy and the commitment to create not only a practice, but now you are creating something and have created something that's going to serve exponentially more people than you could have served just by staying in Marin. (laughs) Yes. Well, I think the answer to that would be, I grew up in the Midwest in the 50s and was surrounded by, honestly, in one aspect, the worst kind of food. And luckily, I had a grandmother with a big garden and an orchard. So I was exposed to real food. But mostly, I grew up eating Spam sandwiches on Wonder Bread and potato chips and marshmallow cream with Jiffy on Wonder Bread. I mean, it was the classic American diet. And I was an observant young lady who noticed that I wasn't feeling so good. I started getting acne and digestive problems. And I watched my extended family, you know, be born as young cousins and then start gaining weight. And I literally watched an obesity epidemic unfold in my family and around me. So by the time I got to college, I started taking nutrition courses and biology courses and got hooked. When I was graduating, I found out about naturopathic medical school. And this was back 
in the mid-70s when nobody thought diet had anything to do with health or disease, but I knew it in my bones. So I went to naturopathic medical school when it was a profession that we were saving from oblivion. And I'm so glad I did because I was interested in learning how to build health in people, not just treat disease. And the only models for healthcare I saw were around me were if you have a sore throat, you take an antibiotic. If you have acne, you take an antibiotic. And at one point I realized I was on two doses of antibiotics from two different doctors. Nobody knew what was going on. And in the end, I just knew that this was the path to follow, where I could look at how food and lifestyle and natural therapies like herbs and uh, nutrition would build health and prevent disease. So that's how I got into this. Beautiful. Well, there's a couple of things in there, Dr. Sally, that really struck me. One is the words that you used that you knew in your bones. And one of the things that I know wickedly smart women often are is deeply intuitive and deeply in tune. And so I'm curious about is, you know, you could have just kept on being part of the obese family and gotten obese yourself. Was there something specific? Did somebody pass or were you just like turned on in some way? Did you get like a spark of inspiration internally that said, there's something wrong here? Can you talk a little bit maybe about that knowing in your bones piece? Because I feel Mm -hmm. like that's something that real leaders actually both experience and follow. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, I know that in my own body, I felt a difference when I ate real food. I have a vivid memory of being a young girl in my grandmother's garden with a salt shaker at the foot of a tomato plant and just sat there eating fresh, ripe, sour, salty tomatoes. And I knew that was right. I had another flash in college. I know this sounds crazy, but eating a grapefruit and really looking at that thing and the way it was structured. And just, I began to marvel at the wonder of real food. And then, you know, I watched my grandfather have a stroke and go into a hospital and never come out. And my other grandmother passed before I ever met her at 50 of a heart attack. So I was aware that, and she ran a diner and worked herself to the bone. So I knew that this bad diet and overwork was taking its toll on my family. And that's where the the kind of knowing in my bones that the way out was not through frozen TV dinners or packets of biscuits you add water to and just create some kind of a dinner, but it lied in real food. And that's about the time I came to California and I met a woman doing a fast and she was so vibrant and beautiful and healthy and not like the kind of toxic people I knew back in the Midwest. And I think all of that just spurred my determination, you know, like many of your listeners and your guests, there were a series of little synchronous events that just led me to find out even about naturopathic medical school. And that's when it just checked off all the boxes. Conventional medical school did not. I I didn't really think about becoming a doctor because just prescribing antibiotics didn't feel like the 
right way to be taking care of people. And this other option did. Beautiful. Well, one thing that I also heard in the beginning there was that you actually were a trailblazer, sort of a trailblazer, in the resurgence of more natural approaches to medical conditions. And you were part of a, a cohort of people who actually saved this body of wisdom and this body of knowledge and have now allowed it to flourish. So can you talk a little bit about because it almost left, right? It almost left. So can you talk a little bit about being in that role as a trailblazer and as a savior, shall we say, for a body of knowledge and wisdom that actually promotes health and what it was like to step in and say yes to that calling way back then? Yeah, it really was very interesting because when I entered naturopathic medical school. It was 1977, found out about it in 76. This is when the American Medical Association was in a full all-out war to eliminate chiropractic as a profession. They had basically eliminated and absorbed osteopathic medicine as a profession and made their schooling the same. They got rid of the, a lot of the hands-on traditional osteopathy and said, if you're going to be physicians, then you have to do surgery. And they had their sights set on destroying naturopathic medicine. But the school I went to, which was the National University of Naturopathic Medicine in Portland, Oregon, was before Bastyr University formed. There was a, like you said, a cohort of people who had come together and were determined to save the last naturopathic medical school in the U.S. And there were people who, I mean, all of my friends back in the Midwest just went, you're crazy. I mean, that's quackery. Why would you do that? But as I said earlier, I felt really drawn to it. And and what was interesting about it, and I love your question, because it brought out leadership skills in me that were, they hadn't been brought out all the way. And I took it to heart and did the best I could to become a good doctor. And when I moved to California, we were intent upon expanding licensure of naturopathic doctors into California. We were licensed in most of the other Western states and had been since the 1920s, but not in California. They'd fought it tooth and nail. And so some of my friends knew that I had some latent leadership skills and they pulled me onto the California Naturopathic Doctors Association board. And I ended up becoming the executive director and leading our campaign for several years until we successfully passed a bill to license NDs in California in 2003, right as our governor was being kicked out. Luckily, Arnold Schwarzenegger was the successor, and he had an interest in health and bodybuilding. And he looked at this and went, yes, I will you know, move this bill forward. And we have been licensed as naturopathic doctors, as primary healthcare providers in California since, and we've grown a beautiful profession here. Yeah, well, I want to thank you for answering the call. I truly, truly do want to thank you for answering the call and for being what I like to call a vanguard 
you were a vanguard to protect and to preserve and to now proliferate naturopathic medicine. So thank you so much. We're going to take a short break, Dr. Sally. But when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about specific some of the things that you are creating now in your world, because uh, clearly you know what you know what you're doing. You're called, <laughs> and you know what you're doing. And so right now, though, we're going to take a quick break. So wickedly smart women. Really wickedly smart women know how to ask for help. So I'm asking you for help today. If you are enjoying this show and you want us to stay on the air, please consider making a donation at www.wickedlysmartwomen.com. Plus, we'd love to ask you to share with your lovely lady friends who you think might benefit from our content. Please help a gal out and let your sisters, mothers, daughters, friends, and colleagues know about the show so we can serve them too. I do want to say a big thank you to our listeners who are downloading, rating, and reviewing. I actually just printed out the countries. And on the 11th of uh, February, which is about a few weeks ago, we're recording this in February. On the 11th of February, we had like 28 countries. By the 24th of February, we had 31 countries around the world who are downloading. I just want you to know that we are growing and growing and growing and we are reaching more countries around the world. I want to shout out today to our listeners in, let's shout out to our listeners in Brazil. So thank you for listening, Brazil, and we will be right back with Dr. Sally. The Wickedly Smart Women podcast is brought to you by the Creative Age Consulting Group. Women, are you ready for a big revenue breakthrough so you can stop working like a man and being paid like a woman? Are you ready to take the leap and go deep to claim your value and convert your wisdom to wealth? Is now the time to fulfill your mission and change the world. Creative Age Consulting Group is hired by women just like you who want to break through to their brilliance and be heard by millions while building a sustainable business model that makes bank. Please visit apply.wealthylifemethod.com to apply for an invitation-only consultation. If you have been inspired to receive support in welcoming wealth by making your most heartfelt contribution to the world, be sure to apply for a consultation today. Once again, that is apply.wealthylifemethod.com or click in the link in the show notes to access the application. And we are back with Dr. Sally Lamont. And I want to make sure that everyone knows that you can go to visit her in her kitchen at www.drsallyskitchen.com. That's D-R, Sally's, S-A-L-L-Y-S, kitchen, K-I-T-C-H-E-N.com. We will have that for you in the show notes. And when you go to Dr. Sally's Kitchen, she has an ebook there, 10 Healthy Aging Hacks, that you can download, plus I'm sure there's a way that you can connect with her for her Healthy Aging Reset digital course through that site as well. And I highly encourage you to do that. So I do want to talk about healthy aging because the listeners are not seeing your face, Dr. Sally, but I am. And I will say to you, listeners, if you could see Dr. Sally's face, never in a million years would you think that she grew up in the 50s. 
you would actually probably think she grew up in the 80s because she is <laughs> hardly looking like she was born in the 1950s or yeah. even the late 40s. She does not look like that <laughs> at all. So, you know, a lot of times people are concerned about their appearance more than they are about their health. And so I understand why you help people with healthy aging and, and talk about that because it's almost like a sneaky way to get into, to really help them to actually be able to thrive physically and, and have radiant health so that their looks are coming from inside instead of outside. So I'd love to have you talk a little bit about how you help people in your healthy aging reset and if your philosophy is in alignment with what I just said. Uh, 100%. You know, people may come through the door because they want to lose weight and they want to have their skin look more radiant, but I'm looking at them and I know I want to monitor for diabetes. I want to prevent diabetes. I want to prevent heart disease, dementia, cancer. So I'm keenly aware of the way that our diet and lifestyle influence our metabolism to create either health or disease. The reality is we have a silent epidemic going on right now in the U.S. You know, currently everyone's worried about the coronavirus, but that is a small problem compared to the chronic disease epidemic that is literally bankrupting our country. Six in 10 Americans have one of those chronic diseases, heart disease, diabetes, dementia, cancer, and four in 10 have two or more. And it's costing us $3 trillion each year just to manage those conditions. The big news flash is that those conditions are preventable and even reversible in their earlier stages when you know that that is happening and you make the appropriate lifestyle changes. So that's part of why I created the Healthy Aging Reset. Now, we know that there are some fundamental lifestyle changes that need to be made. I call them the four pillars of healthy aging, working with food as medicine, really using our diet to shift our metabolism towards health. Exercise is critical, and we can talk more about these later. Rest is essential. Most people are completely unrested. And the final is really having a connection to the source, to ourself, to our families and our community. When we get those four pillars of health and healthy aging in place, we can honestly thrive well into our 80s and 90s. But what people are usually unaware of are the processes that are driving this chronic disease epidemic. So I want my patients and my online community to understand these, what I call the root cause drivers of the chronic disease epidemic and how you can learn to think like a naturopathic doctor or a functional medicine doctor and look for the real root cause of your joint pain or your high blood pressure or your high blood sugar. So I'm just gonna run through, if I could, those fundamental root cause drivers just by name. Yes, please. The first is inflammation. 
And that, and we're not talking about the normal healthy inflammation that occurs when you sprain your ankle and it swells and gets red and hot for a few days. That's normal. But then there is chronic inflammation. When those fires don't turn down and they smolder indefinitely, high inflammation is present in every one of those chronic diseases. So addressing that right off the bat is key. High blood sugar drives inflammation. So that's the second one. And, you know, the ultra processed food that we eat is essentially based in refined carbohydrates, you know, cookies, pies, cakes, donuts, scones, croissants, chips, candy, sodas. That's what's driving diabetes and inflammation and the rest of the blood sugar or the rest of the chronic disease epidemic then there's toxicity. And that is a very big challenge facing not only the US, but the world. The pollution of our air, food, and water makes its way into our bodies and compromises our really powerful self-healing mechanisms. And I actually just want to pause right there and tell you how passionate I am about helping people wake up to the ability that you have, that we have to turn things around. You know, we've kind of been told, well, once you get this, you're always going to have it and you just need to go on this drug. That is BS. It is not true. There is so much you can do. You know, your body is constantly engaged in a process of creating homeostasis or a sense of balance. We're incredibly complex creatures with thousands of biochemical loops that are constantly trying to bring our body back into balance. It's been estimated that, this is, this is kind of hard to get your head around, that we have 37 billion billion chemical reactions happening in our body every second. Those are designed to keep our body in balance. So the more we kind of return to our roots, to healthy living, the more our body responds and comes back into balance. So we have a lot of work to do to get the crap out of our food and our water and our air. The next one I want to address briefly is hormonal balance. As we move into our menopausal years, the communication from our brain to our ovaries, our thyroid, our adrenals, it kind of weakens and eventually in terms of the ovaries shuts down. And so we kind of have a choice of how we're going to live the last half of our life with those hormones in balance or out. Not everyone is a good candidate for bioidentical hormone replacement therapy, but I encourage you to have a conversation with your doctor when that time comes because it could be a real game changer for you. Another one is digestive dysfunction. You know, all those antibiotics wipe out our gut microbiome and uh, those hundred trillion organisms that live in us, we have a symbiotic relationship with them and it's essential that we work to uh, reseed our gut and create optimal communication between the three pounds of microbes that live in us and our metabolism in our brain. And and then finally, the last of these drivers is the pretty rampant nutritional deficiencies that most people have. And without those key nutrients, the vitamins and minerals that are truly vital and essential, all those 37 billion billion chemical reactions are just not firing properly. 
So in the healthy aging reset, we just do, it's like a little mini medical school to teach you how to think differently about your body, how to think differently about its potential for healing and for really regaining the kind of vibrant health you probably once had. It is possible and I'm here to help you find it again. Beautiful. Well, you know, clearly, ladies, if you can't hear the passion in that voice, you're deaf. (laughs) Dr. Sally, you are definitely one of those people who is talking your walk and walking your talk. That's one of the signs of leadership that I always look for in my guests and encourage in my listeners. I have time for one final quick question for you. We've only got a couple minutes left. I want to talk because I know that a lot of people who are listening to this are entrepreneurial. So you're an entrepreneur as well as being a you know naturopathic doctor. I'd love to have you talk just briefly about how you go about valuing your own vision to make a difference in the world in the way that you are here to make a difference and the work internally maybe that you've done to say yes again and again and again to stepping into this calling at higher and higher levels. <clears throat> That's a good question. I'm trying to think of this saying. It's, uh, I think it goes like change happens when the pain of staying the same is greater than the pain of change. So people are uncomfortable in their bodies, and I can be too. And I look to when I, I pay attention to how I feel, and when I feel out of balance, I know it's time to adjust course. So that constant connection to myself and my health allows me to every day say, am I moving my body? Have I meditated? Have I eaten my five to seven servings of vegetables and fruits a day? You know, am I relating to the people I love properly or just too focused on work? So I don't know if that answered your question, but I would say listening and keeping a constant commitment to being well and sharing that joy with others. Yeah, beautiful. You answered it beautifully. You value your vision by valuing your own health. (laughs) Like it couldn't be better, (laughs) Dr. Sally. That's perfect. That's a perfect answer. All right, lovely. We are going to have to close, but uh, I do want to say thank you for being here, and I do appreciate what you've brought today, both the passion as well as the education for our weekly smart women. Listeners, we absolutely love feedback. Could you please let us know what you thought of today's show by calling into our listener line? We will have that listed for you in the show notes, or you can send in questions or guest suggestions to listeners at wickedlysmartwomen.com. We might even give you a shout out on the show. Thanks for tuning in. Keep your ears open. And remember, you are a wonderful woman. Thanks for tuning in, downloading, and listening. Be sure to review and rate Wickedly Smart Women on Apple Podcasts and share with other women who can benefit from today's episode. Wickedly Smart Women is the premier podcast series for informing, activating, and inspiring the leader who carries profound wisdom and knows that now is the time to welcome wealth. We welcome your feedback and guest suggestions and invite you to subscribe to our mailing list to be notified of each episode at wickedlysmartwomen.com.